When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Dick Toledo, and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, right within the 98kupd app, and at podcastone.com. So thanks for enjoying the podcasting content, and today it's brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at chapmandodge.com, because, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, the thing a lot of us really want to do is get away, far away, to where all the people are not. And I know personally working with a Jeep lover for 20 years that the one thing that can get you there, the off-road machine, a Jeep. And at Chapman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, you can save big on the rolling definition of go big or go home during Jeep Adventure Days happening now. Visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more and enjoy today's podcasting content. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the Morning Sickness. It is Wednesday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Vesley's in the chair. And, of course, uh, Big Dick Toledo's running around here somewhere. Uh, and, uh, wow, I... Uh, can anybody wake up feeling I'm okay so, today? I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I, I don't I'm. The only one that enjoyed that debate last night were people in comas. Yeah, I think the two big winners, people keep saying who won the debate last night. Who won? Helen Reddy and Mac Davis. They're the big winners. They checked out during the debate, and uh, they just, they're dead. And I think that makes, uh, that makes you realize, wow, we've, that was, uh, you know, I've been saying it for a while now. I'm only here for the entertainment. I couldn't find any. I tried real hard, you know. I tried real hard to go. This is the first ten minutes. I'm like, this is going to be fun. They're interrupted and they, they're feisty. I'm like, these old men are going to go. And then about fifteen minutes later, I'm like, did I eat some bad cheese? So my stomach feels funny. And then I realized, oh no, that's just anxiety and sadness combining in your stomach. This that was hard to watch. And it uh, was a first depressing. <laughs> and uh, I, you know how cl- I I thought we were just seconds away from you. I thought, and wa- and I, yeah, I thought we were half a second yeah. away from the first presidential debate. F yourself. The Lincoln Douglas debates were rolling in their graves while F you was happening. That was bad. And uh, you know, we talked yesterday a little bit about like who's who's uh, you know who's watching that, and is, is there a swing voter that's going to be swung? Nope. Well, you're looking at one. I was swung. I'm voting for Joe. I'm voting for not Biden. The libertarian candidate, because I've been trying to fight being a libertarian the whole time, like because I just don't think we have I, – I, that's my beliefs, but I don't think we have a uh, a viable chance to make anything happen. They'll just fight a libertarian candidate the whole time. But Joe Jorgensen is the libertarian candidate, yeah. and uh, I don't necessarily agree with her, but it's – how bad could Kanye be? If I, Honestly, like right now if I looked at Kanye, I'd be like, he'd fit in on that. I watched that thing last night thinking I'm the – I'm – Probably capable of looking good on that stage, knowing what I know, no studying, nothing. I yeah. think I could stand on that stage comfortable enough to sit and go, when it's my turn, I'm not going to look any worse than these two. Not that I could shine, 
But I, that makes me nervous. This is an extraordinary job. This is a giant position. I should not feel like, you know what? It's not karaoke. Give me that mic. I, I should be able to do it. It's not something Just I should. let him go. I should feel comfortable enough going, you know what? I can wing through this. I can answer these questions just as good as what's happening here. It was awful. It was embarrassing. Or I could not answer these questions better than what I was doing. I don't even care if they answered anything. The, there was decorum yeah. and, and tact and anything missing. And all Joe Biden had to do was just go, keep talking, man. Because the more you talk, the better it is for me. Because yeah. Trump was nuts last night. I think, I, think, I think that was, you know, everybody was making such a big deal. And I'm like, you expected anything less? Yeah. Biden acted exactly like we thought he would. And yep. you knew Trump was going to be Trump. But there's there was be nothing a, there. No, Not, no nothing. substance. No substance. Yeah. You're right. But I think most people, even the on the Trump side, a little bit surprised. It was the worst of him. Just, you got to back down. Yeah. yeah. Let this guy, if, uh, you know, the st- strategy was to make him f- feel like uh, he's old, let yeah. him. Yeah. Stumble. Both well, of them uh, had that yeah. opportunity to go. The other guy will mess up more than exactly. I will do well. It's weather the storm. You know, yep. in tennis, you sit and watch a guy uh, when you're kind of stumbling, like just weather it because let him make the mistakes. You just just battle back and let that guy make the mistakes. And boy, it, it, it reminds as a boxing fan, I always think of heavyweight fights that are like hyped up, and then when one guy realizes this guy hits too hard or I don't like the way this is going, they clutch. There's there's uh, boxing. Clutching is a strategy. It isn't because they're tired. Sometimes it is, but a lot of the times it's to keep a guy from a rhythm. And I think that was the advice Trump got last night because every time Joe Biden had a half a sentence that started to make sense, he started railing. And he's clutching. He's verbally clutching, and he's ruining this fight. And it, he made a couple of good points. That was that was just embarrassing. It was truly a embarrassing. A lot of nanny nanny boo boo. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, shut up, man. You shut up. And then You're Chris, racist. Chris Wallace, uh, he like you said it off the air, Brett. Chris Wallace needs a vacation after that. At first, I'm like, Chris Wallace is doing a terrible job. And then I realized no one could do this job. There's yep. nobody that could sit in that chair and do any better than Chris Wallace did. You know who earned it all? You know who the best performer of the night was? And I mean, there is no close second to this, without a doubt. Uh, I watch Lovecraft Country on HBO. And for some reason, that show has audible highs and lows. And I don't know what's going on with it. Like sometimes the scene is like really loud and I'm I'm constantly turning it up and turning it down. When it's quiet, you can't hear a thing. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm I'm closed captioning this because there's certain parts. I'm like, I can't hear it at all. I can turn it way up, but then the next scene blows my speakers out. And it's just, I think it's just poorly sound edited. Uh, so I had my closed caption on from Love Country from the night before. So turn the TV back on when the debate starts and the closed captioning's on. Whoever the closed captioning guy was for that debate last night crushed it, caught all the interruptions, Was like, and he's going live. And this thing was – I wonder if that's an AI or <laughs> – No. Yeah, well, you could tell because it would like delete stuff and then go back. The interruptions were marked. It was unbelievable because the AI stuff you'll watch is a constant mistake. It's yeah. one mistake after another. But like when he uh, – Trump said something when he said, uh, I'm, a, I'm a business people's. Like it was just a weird – structure and he goofed in the words and they typed it out and i'm like wow he's nailing it. he's like word for wording this thing the closed caption thing that was going on last night i i, I just sat and said that guy's the winner of the night i've no, I, the job he had to do at certain points when three people were talking at once was unmatched and he's he's just nailing it i'm like this is incredible he Incredible. and Chris Wallace are going to Disneyland. <laughs> Smoke coming out well, his fingers while he's typing. Right. <laughs> I quit. By the way, I quit. <laughs> Not doing the next one. Amazing. 
And how come when Governor Ducey has to give a speech, we have to have Greg Maddox in transition doing it in sign language, but the debate, we don't. People hard of hearing are not going to be really in good shape with this stuff because, I mean, it was a tough read. I'm not going to lie to you. If you couldn't hear last night, the guy was getting all the words on the screen, but it was hard to follow because I'm reading. I'm like, how do you know who's going? Like, it doesn't say Chris. It's just dash, dash. That kind of means another guy's talking at the same time. I'm like, how in the world are these people, deaf people, skip it. Nobody's in it for you. And by the way, last night, deaf people, not one person said I'm in it for deaf people or I've got a plan for the – you guys are ignored – you're, you're a small group of people no one's going to ever pay attention to. Mind your own business uh, and just keep it down because you're bothering us with your honking. I think the, the deaf people were the ones that made out last night. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to listen to it. <laughs> I wish I was deaf. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Then I just sat back and I said, I've been fighting the, uh, my third-party allegiance for too long. Screw it. I, I've written down old bosses' names for president. I've done that. I've, I've, I've made my choice. I can't be on either team. It was so simple. Like, I could coach either guy through last night and just basically say, hey, Joe, if Donald wants to do that, sit back, smile, and say, I want you to talk. Yeah. You spew nonsense. Keep talking. I'm going to win and say nothing. And instead, he decided to engage with baby fits. That one, the, my favorite moment of the whole night was when Chris Wallace said, will you please stop interrupting us? He interrupts too. In fairness, sir, he's not interrupting as much as you. Yeah, but he's still interrupting. Maybe so. And I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? This is awful. It was awful. like a scene out of a Step Brothers. <laughs> it was. Yeah. They the should have just given steps in. All right, boys. <laughs> they should have just given him golf clubs and let him fight on the front lawn. I thought he was going to rape me. Literally thought I am not a raper. It was. It was. I, how do you feel good about that? And and people who do, we're going to root for whatever they were rooting for in the first place. It, they're, it they're, makes they, it tough. Yeah, they are. I don't know. They're you know there might be some change in it's like you know I don't think I'm going to vote. Yeah, I, I've said that the whole time. I said when these two get on stage together, apathy will win. The middle voter will sit back and go, I'm not going to participate. And maybe the presidential thing. But what I came away thinking last night is what I've been saying for years: your local elections are more important than ever. You quit relying on the presidency to guide us all the way all the time. There's going to be – if our local stuff, if you guys paid more attention – me too. If we all paid more attention to what's going on right here in our districts or our cities uh, and even state level, if we paid more attention to that and less attention to this absolute dumpster fire sh- show that's going on between these two, more would get done around your house. Right now you're basically – fighting Supreme Court stuff, which is important, and things like that. But if you had a voice, if we voted locally heavier and harder and knew what was going on and participated more in local stuff, you'd see a lot more getting done in your area than waiting for these knobs to do anything for you know Maricopa County. It's just not going to happen. So that was a mess. Do you think the, the Trump administration or his crew – he executed what they wanted him to do. I don't know what that was. I'm, I don't know how you. Go, I don't know how you game plan. You know the being agenda. An the agenda for Biden is to point out uh, the stuff that Trump has done, and the yeah. main thing is the way the nation is right now and how we've handled wow. this pandemic. Wow. Oh, that that was his angle, and Trump was. He came out of the shoot right out. I mean, and he could have just fight. I mean, that was you've been a politician for forty seven yeah. years. 
you've you've done nothing. All done nothing. Yeah, and he didn't have an answer for that. Neither of yeah. them had an answer for anything. Like right. Brett said, it was a substance free. But the presentation mess. of it could have been so much better on either. Children could have presented it better. Well, I think that was probably Trump's whole thing was he was trying to confuse old man Joe. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think that was, but I, he just took right. it too far. Yeah. Yeah. He just yeah. went was, ridiculous. That's, if you were a Trump supporter, you walk away saying, "Man, that was awful." If you're a Biden supporter, you walk away going, "Trump ruined that," but Joe didn't. Joe didn't come out uh, like rising, to, uh, you know, to the top there. I, he had a chance, I think, last night to really look great. The and one I, thing he that dove into the me mix too was the answer of. Will you tell the people hate groups, white supremacists? Yeah, I don't know what that was. To will you just say uh, you're against that? What did he say? Stand back stand, and stand by. Stand down. No, he said stand back and stand by. Because yeah. I remember, I remember sitting yeah, there. Yeah, it's basically instead of just saying, "Yeah, I'm not a big fan of and white supremacists." What happens if the election goes awry? Well, game, then, game on. Well, then the white supremacists said in their tweets. Oh yeah, they that's were what thrilled. They were. Yep. Because he didn't say we hate you, and that's as simple as it was. I just I just don't stand by white supremacy. It's an easy answer. I don't know what I don't know what happened, but I was embarrassed, and and I wanted it to be funny, and I kind of realized midway through, oh no, this is real. This isn't a TV show. This is actually a thing. Oh, it was bad. It was really bad. And somebody tweeted out last night. I never want to hear anyone complain about Thursday night football again. And that was the best tweet of the night because you know what, the Jets and Broncos. I'd take the Jets Broncos game. Pretty much every time over what I watched last night. At least the Jets-Broncos game uh, doesn't hold any bearing on our future. It's just a thing. That was rough. But, yeah, get get involved. And in, I'm not saying don't vote. Maybe skip the president box. I've done that before where I'm like, I don't really know much about these two. You can skip it. You don't have to fill the whole form out. And, I, you know, I would encourage that. If, if you feel like I do. If you're, you know, if you're on one side or the other, go get them. That's fine. I just don't know how you feel good about it. I don't know how anybody feels good about it. Is there going to be another one? Three. Another, oh, two okay. more. Right. I knew yeah. there was a vice – the vice president one's next week, right? Yeah, I think we got one. In Utah. October okay. 15th yeah. uh, in Miami for the president. And then, yeah, Utah's the one with the vice, right? Yeah. And then there's a third one right before the And election. that'll be interesting to see how they pull back how or they, how yeah. they change. You know, I think it's going to be a completely different – they're still going to scream and yell at each I other. They're going to put them in separate rooms. I think <laughs> – And give them their two minutes. Honestly, if you I'm – almost had to do that. If I'm a strategist for Trump. I sit back and say, you know, Biden's going to assume we're not coming at him again because we got hammered. Let's get him now and do it again because he got he he got no he. And That's it, my. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how he. Re- and again, the sequel will be as interesting as the first one. I'll sit and watch it until the pit in my stomach starts to spin. I got enough anxiety in my life. I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, I'm actually feeling. Remember that? I don't know if you guys watched The Office. There was an episode of a dinner party. Where uh, Michael and his the girl he was engaged to, uh, she was worked with him and stuff. They get into a fight, yeah, and they won't let people leave the house while they're fighting. And it was obvious they were breaking up right in front of everyone, and it was so uncomfortable. And even as a viewer, you're like, "This is hard to watch." It was 90 minutes of that last night. It was 90 minutes of being at a dinner with a couple you know is in a fight. And they won't leave. And they also won't acknowledge that the fight is affecting everyone else. It's all about them. And it was awful. It was I remember so looking at my phone at 7.17. Like, there's, yeah. there's time left. Another 40 minutes to <laughs> I've, go. Brady, I've never it's felt. Not, they're not going to make it. I've never felt this way before, but I watched that. I'm like, that was 90 minutes. That felt like about six hours. And I'm like, I'm exhausted, and I feel like garbage. And I said, I think I'm going to bed. Man goes, What? Like, yeah. It's 8.30. I'm like, it's only 8.30? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Feels like midnight. Yeah. 
Then I watched The Weakest Link. And, Did uh, you? I yeah. wonder. I, no, I was, I was curious good. It's, it's, how many people stuck around I, after that. Yeah. I, I watched The Weakest Link just because I'm like, <laughs> I need something meaningless, and I'm good at trivia. And then I was getting mad because the people on The Weakest Link are stupid. And so nobody was getting any answers right. And I'm like, well, this is frustrating too. It was awful. Uh, last well, night I, Last I, night was just a waste of our entire uh, being as a species. And I know that that's a little overstated, but not much. That's the best representation we've got. Somebody has to rise out of this thing. Where's the dude that – or woman, but probably dude – is going to come up in the middle of this and just say, guys, it's got to happen. We've got to have somebody who's go, this can't be what we're about. Shining light. This can't, yeah, where's the shining light? We need the beacon. Where's your Jesus, for God's sakes? You two call him up and get him back here and end this nightmare? This is not good. And now I've got to sit and watch the stocks all day today because everything I've worked for in my life is probably going to take a hit because everybody's like, I'm getting out of this mix. It's awful. That was awful. So I felt so bad after the fact that, I mean, I uh, sat down with uh, Kirby for 10 minutes. And said, your future's dim, kid. Get I, to Canada. I'm sorry. This isn't normally how... Uh, debates what did she think what did a 12 year old girl think she um she was laughing at yeah. a couple of times like oh my gosh this is what's wrong with these two? yeah the name calling so what's funny about that is is i always say like when adults always say oh the the world for children is so hard because ipads and things move so fast and i always argue not for them nothing moves too fast for them that's all they know so this is moving too fast for you imagining yourself in their shoes there but i wonder if this is what their normal political introduction will be between the age of yeah. like, cause I remember I was probably eight, I guess when, uh, I was eight, uh, in 1980 when the Reagan, uh, uh, Carter thing happened. I remember my parents were pretty fired up about that. And, uh, we went back and forth on that. And I remember kind of being sort of interested. I had no idea what I was liking, but interested in it. Uh, but it was, it was, uh, my dad was mad because he didn't want Reagan for some reason. And he didn't want Carter for, he was a John Anderson guy, I think. And uh, and he was just upset about things. And I remember I remember him getting fired up over politics. And I'm like, this is this is what I'm you know I kind of gleaned off of that. And I felt like uh, that politics made you tense. Not my dad was always tense, but and then by '84 and stuff, everything was just so cut and dry. Who was going to win what? But my introduction to politics was always um, we knew who was going to win. You know, it was never this like battle. Like I don't think the country ever divided up as heavily and as evenly. So I never do that. But kids like your kid today, 12 years old, looking at this, thinks politics is evil. Yeah. And just fights and moms and dads getting upset and your friends <laughs> at school won't like you anymore. So I wonder if their normal will actually accelerate this later or if they'll see this as unacceptable and future generations will say this is not how it works. But I have a feeling that 20 years from now, the kids growing up watching this think this is what happens and it's going to get worse. Like winning debates is going right. to be just shouting matches because that's all Twitter is, is people screaming their opinions and not listening to a word anyone else has to say. So that's what they're growing up in a world doing. They'll um, format it differently. Listening's dead is what. Yeah, the, but the TV side of it and the, you know, the debates, they're going to have to either after this one. I, no way. They, you can't adjust right now. But Guarantee gonna... you one thing, TV loved that last night. The, the networks are sitting there saying, networks let's did. do it again exactly. tomorrow. Right. So that's what really matters here is the yeah. business of television is thrilled with this type of debate. Thrilled. And, and the Trump 15th, will, when they Trump do it again. Say, You're welcome. Yeah, and you'll watch the, you'll watch the exact <laughs> again, he'll take ratings credit. for last night's yep. debate, which I won, was huge. 
and he already tweeted out me versus Chris Wallace and Joe Biden stuff, and he's got all it. I have a feeling that the future is going to be even more of that because TV likes it. Uh, that we watch it, and I, the loudest one's going to win. It's just it was a shame. It was all. I, I mean, and maybe it is my age. Maybe it's just where I'm at in life, where I just feel like that's unacceptable. But I started thinking, man, young people don't know different. This is normal to them. Like your kid's going to grow up four years from now and see this again, and then four years later again, and as an adult, sit back. And, well, that's all. That's all politicians do. They fight. They debated we, you know, in the class yesterday i want to see that i mean but oh. it was different topics they just were doing debates our debate yesterday was uh classier yeah. we had a guy call another so guy too. a monkey yeah. <laughs> yeah i just yeah I, I would like to see how kids do that like reenact the debate and they just they yeah. they'd make a big they argument topics that homework is that good or bad interesting yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe we should put John and Adam on on the bill for for this election. <laughs> I think maybe they might have a shot. <laughs> John and Adam from yesterday's on air debate. When I'm like, well, I can't get any sillier than that. <laughs> oh yeah, I can. And uh, you think, oh well, there, there's <laughs> no excuse for calling a guy a monkey. I'm like, well, there was a white supremacy moment last night that I thought pretty much went hand in hand. Biden calling him a clown. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of times. It's yeah. like he the first time he called him a clown. Trump was talking when he said it, so I'm like, Biden just called him a clown. And Megan said, I didn't hear it. And I'm like, oh. And then later he did it again. I'm like, he wants yeah. to call him. Like, that's part of the plan is to whip out the word clown a couple of times. This clown. Yeah. I, it was, that was embarrassing. So. If we weren't doing this this morning, I would have turned that thing off 20 minutes in. I, like, maybe 15. It, that's the danger of this stupid job. <laughs> it really is. And I think that's led to my anxieties over the last few years is trying to pay attention to, you know, all the stuff that goes on in the world, just so you have this job, you have to know yeah. at least the little bits. And we had to watch the whole thing. You don't have to, but it definitely you look like a boob coming on here the next day and not knowing. <laughs> not any more than those two no, guys No, I know. Did. <laughs> and then you start wondering, like, maybe I can check out of this. The, the, the thing before used to, before binging and stuff, you had to go see movies you didn't want to see. You had to, you know, to do this job, you can like, yeah, I've seen it. I know I'm, I'm, I'm on that. Uh, but now that doesn't matter as much. Uh, this politics thing you have to know about, local news you have to kind of know about, and it's depressing when you dive into this stuff. And you, you're right, an hour and a half of that last night, I think I'd have watched the whole thing no matter what, just to be like, is this real? Uh, and I hate watch stuff, but I couldn't find the entertainment in that, and that's all I'm here for right now. 15 minutes, I was like, this is fun, and then I'm like, no, it's not. None of this is fun. Somebody wrote in, only thing missing from the debates was Jerry Springer and flying hair weaves. <laughs> and a midget, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And somebody puking in someone's mouth. I'd rather watch that. Uh, Mike Rimbrax just texted and said, Telemundo did a poll and President Trump won on Telemundo. I'm like, how in the world did the Mexicans get anything out of that? <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Because I'd rather not have spoken the language. I like the big orange one. He seems meaner. I vote for him. Yeah, I just, uh, it was awful. So wake up this Wednesday morning and just recognize you've got a job as a human being to at least be cognizant of the presidential election, but really aware of the local people running for stuff. That is, that is more important. That's why people say go vote. That's why Kylie Jenner had 1,500% jump. Did you see that? Her Instagram post, 
jumped her average user, and she has like 242 million social media followers. And her activity went up 1,500% because she got in a bikini yesterday and kind of posed and said, you guys have to vote. You can click my box, and it linked you to uh, registering to vote. And I'm like, click your box. And then I started laughing, and I'm like, this is what America needs right now, Kylie Jenner. And and so – Get involved with it, but get involved with it locally. Stop. We got to stop worrying so much about. Good luck the in trying to get your vote in. It's a joke. Yeah. Well, that's the scarier part. And I've got friends in law enforcement uh, beyond like just police work. Like they're heavy, high end guys. I can't really say where they work because they'd kill me. Uh, but they're like, uh, we are uh, in training at this very moment for post election because no matter who wins, we think uh, it's good. We know. Things are going to get weird because they've already got been told by on these, either side. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but by these weird groups on either side, and it doesn't matter if you know, like, they, like we talked. And he said, if Trump wins, you're going to have like the lunatics go crazy, and if Biden wins, those same lunatics are going to go crazy defending what they think the Trump thinks. It's going to be, it's going to be, and I'm not trying to say there's going to be a war in the streets, yeah. but it's going to get uncomfortable, and the and the cops know it. The the high up cops, the and these guys are like. Like super uh, trained, you know, like almost black ops guys, and well, they're like we're, we are in training right now. The longer for it street goes stuff. afterwards, there's where the uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, part I think it's going to start then, November. 4th. Then you start pointing fingers, right? They should, and and that's why in the past I think I don't know. My my thought was, man, how many years we've been doing this election thing and the vote counting? Right. There was a reason why they would announce it that night. It's done. Because right, it would it's go over. crazy otherwise. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's so going on. I, I think it has been a mess. For my, years. my only argument to the whole uh, ballot mail, I don't think it's as corrupt as Trump's trying to say. No. But I remember when I first voted, your hand, your hand never left your ballot. They didn't even let the person touch it to grade it or to put it through the machine. You did everything. Like you went in, they gave you the thing, they handed it to you, you poked out your, your people, and then you'd go over to the computer and put it in. Yeah. And nobody ever touched your stuff. That was part of it. Like that was part of the voting process. Was no, but there is no cook in the kitchen outside of you once your hands are on that. That's it, and it registers right there. Now, if there's right. corruption with the computer or whatever else, that's beyond our control. But I do agree with mailing and having it go till November 10th and have all this weird. I'm like that just adds potential for. Whether or not it gets corrupt has potential for the question of corruption, which means a guy like Trump can say, this thing's rigged, and he's going to get support for it. And I, what can, happened? And like you can you, vote starting October 7th. Yeah, they're voting right now. Yeah. And there's people in certain states Military's that have, have done already. it now. There's a few places that you're actually allowed to do it right now. And I just don't understand that because it used to be the day of. And they're like, well, it keeps poor people from this. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. You, you can figure out a way to get that done. You're allowed to leave work. That's part of the rule. You can take the day off even. I just don't, you know, well, it's too hard to get into polling places and standing in line all day. And I'm like, then you don't really want to vote, do you? And so I and I was curious to know that or to hear that you send in your mail in ballot. You got to sign it. Yeah. You didn't sign it like someone forgets to sign it. And they, and they just then, toss it. Toss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go. That's the and, way that's that's. Yeah. It's that's, terrible. Yeah. Well, that's why it used to be. Give me your driver's license. That old 95-year-old woman in the church. With the phone book would, going with, through yeah, it. Yeah, would just roll down with that weird ruler and go, here's your name. Is this you? And then you checked your social security number. She looked at your driver's license. You verified it. She stamped it. You got your thing. You voted. You put it in the computer yourself, and you were out the door. 
And, and if you're not willing to stand in line for a couple hours, then you didn't want to vote in the first place. Well, I can't stay at, at work. Old fire. No, they won't. They can't. Work's not allowed to fire you for that. So I've never understood the uh, we need this. That's laziness to me. The mail-in ballot is like, and I understand some people can't do it. but It's nice. I mean, Yeah, but that's lazy. It. Nice is Could convenient. You're, right. Well, it's convenience. Yeah, convenience. You don't want to stand exactly. in line, so you're mailing it in. So you really, yeah. and if there were lines, would you do it? You're like, eh, mail-in's better because then I don't have to do that. That's not really wanting to do it that much. I'll stand in a line if it's that if it's this important where we're fighting with family members and people want to beat each other up. Well, no, go stand in the goddamn the line. You just figured the mail-in thing would be. You knew consistent. before, though. You knew the second your ballot goes into someone else's hands, and then that person takes it to another person. After you're ripe for an argument that this could this could get out of line or it was misplaced. A lot of them disappear. Yeah, cooks in the kitchen means there's more more hands on the stuff. Yeah. I've never understood that one, but that's just me. I, I get the convenience factor; it's wildly convenient. But that's and and you know, on that side of the the polling, waiting a couple hours to vote, big deal. Someone was behind that initially. It's like you could still have more polling stations. Oh yeah, you, you could know, get more. People, but they right? wanted, you know, back then, whoever the party was, is like clog them up. Yeah, that way people yeah. will leave. There's always something. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Well. Oh, that's right. Somebody just wrote in. Uh, Stephen wrote in. Did you guys notice when Trump called Biden a number two? No. They were ta- he was talking about the point, like Biden was going through a number one and number oh, two. Yeah, and Trump's yes. like, you're you a number, number two. two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're number two. And also, you were just on. You, you just did three. Yeah, he caught him on the math. I didn't catch him calling him a number two. Like, uh, that's funny. How does Barack feel on this? He's just shaking uh, my, his head. I, my administration. Yeah. Wait a minute. He's probably just putting stuff in boxes. You know what? We're going to move to Bahamas. I know some people over there. I look Bahamani. We can make this a thing. I'm getting the hell out of here. I know Joe. I certainly know that other guy. Uh, we're done here. And the last thing I needed to hear was dumbass Hillary chiming in. Somebody said something that said, boy, I bet in 2016 Hillary would have loved to tell this guy to shut up. And then she tweets, you have no idea. Hillary, you had a chance to tell him to shut up. You were weak. You showed it. You lost for a reason. The fact that you lost to Trump should bother you more than the fact that, you know, people still talk to you. That, that Not being able to beat this guy is – it's like if the Marlins this year made it to the World Series. Like, it's everybody else's fault. It's not so much that the Marlins were good. It's the rest of them were bad. You could have won some money on some prop bets last night. <laughs> well, we I tried. covered them all. I we think. were going to do the drinking game. I'm I like, posted it, and people were yeah, like, I'm oh, getting drunk. You can't, oh, yeah, you can't do it. It was like, okay, I, I don't even know who's talking anymore, so <laughs> – I just drank for fun. Uh, some vodka, uh, cherry vodka with nothing mixed in it. I'm just drinking it straight out of the bottle. Uh, it was fun, though. So uh, we got another one of those, the 15th, and then my buddy Ben just said the 22nd also. So those are the next two presidents. And we'll watch them, and TV will be like, we don't care what happens. I don't know. The I ratings came away are huge. afterwards like the same thing. It's like, I don't care to watch the next one. But you yeah. will. Probably. Well. Without this job, you're in. You got to see how this ends. You got to see if they come out swinging again. Everybody who watched last night is going to at least tune in for a little bit of the next one. We're sold. We're a reality TV nation. That was interesting TV. It made our guts feel horrible. It made us feel anxious and awful. But we'll watch. And I guarantee you the ratings last night were insane. And TV's just sitting there loving it, smoking cigars and loving every second. Meanwhile, saying how awful it was because they'll just keep talking. Well, what? And now they're going to start selling it. What will happen in the next one? The next one's in Miami and blah, 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 and there's a lot of this and that. And they'll start selling you on the next one. Can they possibly do this and that? It's, it's They've got the NFL pregame for the next two weeks. They're going to love it.
Is Chris Wallace returning for the next no, debate? No, okay. it won't. You know what they should do is have a woman. Because both guys will have to be nicer. Yeah. Hmm. They have That's to. Good point. Yeah. They, Judge Judy. Yeah. Bring her <laughs> she, out. Oh, Bring I, her old I ass vote out. for Judge Judy over these two in a second. <laughs> uh, she's so much more qualified for all of it. Uh, it's nuts. But, yeah. There's so many people I would vote for. Before. Sammy Sosa, I thought. Maybe I'll write his <laughs> name in. He had a massive dinger. It was the anniversary of his huge home run against the Marlins in 2003. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, let's let's start talking about Sammy for president. I like that guy. You know, he he represents both blacks and whites. He's been both in his lifetime. He also represents <laughs> pink people. Uh, so lab rats will love him. Yeah, I don't know what to I think. I think Trump was, at one time was just, he knew, you know, he's trying to go Joe. And the one guy from, I think I was listening on CNN at one time, he's like, when you hear Biden say man, Amen. He's on the verge. Yeah, he's going to cuss. It's going it's <laughs> to explode. And I think Trump's like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. go. You shut up, man. That's, I love the shut up, man. Yeah. Shut up, man. All he had to do was sit back and say, this guy talking is good for me. And he, I don't know who's he, coaching It him. seemed like he tried to at first, and then he just he kind of fell into Trump's trap, and then just started. they just both started yeah. nitpicking at Somebody each other. Somebody coached Joe Biden to say, don't look at him, don't yeah. acknowledge him, yeah. and it made him look weak and stupid. So finally, when he, when he got into it. you like the fact it, that he's looking at the camera? I hated it because he never really looked at it. He looked almost at it. Yeah. It was off to the right. I mean, the way my house is set up, for Joe to have looked directly at me, I'd have had to go outside for a second out the big window in the front because <laughs> he wasn't looking like directly into the camera. It was just off to the right a little bit. Like, remember, you know, uh, Rob Flanagan always used to have trouble looking you in the eyes. Yeah. So he'd stare at your forehead. Yep. And it was awkward because you're like, you're not really looking. You're looking at my, you're looking at something on my head. That's how I felt when Joe looked in the camera. It was all coached and, and rehearsed and awful. They're I know, and awful. that's the thing that it felt like. I just like. Oh. Yeah, it felt smarmy. Yeah. Yeah, I was grossed out. Anyway, well, that's it. Get involved in your locals. and uh, We can do it if we pull together. Here's, a, here's another thing I think we're – well, I'll talk about this in a second. We'll get, we'll get into something else, but I think you're going to have to worry. Maybe uh, just beware on the road today. I'm just going to tell you. We'll get into that in a second. Let's get a wake-up song, 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey! Here, here we go. 98. You want to get away. Far away. To a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.